Welcome to Joyosity. I'm Jen Whitmer. I'm a speaker, consultant, and joy bringer, helping you create positive culture with complex people. Because listen, that's all we got. I'm thrilled you were here. So get yourself ready. Grab your multiple beverages, get your speaker, your headphones connected so we can dive in. True leadership requires more than just surface level strategies. It requires a profound connection to everything that makes us human. Each week, I have conversations with experts and leaders and you. If you're listening live, introduce yourself in the comments. Let us know where you are in the world and maybe what's in that mug on your desk. We're connecting as humans, remember? These conversations aren't just fun banter and information. Joyosity is so much more than a live show and a podcast. It's a movement, a space where we dare to explore the depths of our own hearts and minds, a liminal space where you are free to play around and beta test your own growth, sort of like a test kitchen lab for your leadership skills. It's where you discover that real joy has deep roots, a playground to find the hidden truths, the ideas waiting to be explored, and the untamed potential that lies within you. We're not just hanging out in idea land. We're talking about the best actions that develop you as a person and hone your skills as a leader. If you're an experienced leader or just starting out, Joyosity is the community for you. Join us every Monday live at 1 p.m. Eastern on LinkedIn and YouTube for a dose of inspiration and practical advice. Whether you are live in the comments or catching the podcast later, we're here to help you create a place where work is a joy, people are whole, and organizations flourish. Let's go. Good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome to Monday Mentor with Jen. I'm Jen Whitmer, and I help teams and leaders solve conflict, cultivate communication, and create empowered teams. So work is a joy. It shouldn't be this hard. And or people are whole and your organization flourishes. And every week here at 1 p.m. Eastern, I come and I bring a guest to help us with a topic that we need as leaders and who can be our mentor for the week. And this week. I'm so excited because Mary is such a dear friend. She is amazing. I told the story about how the first time I was literally in my kitchen and I was like, who is this voice? I need to know this person more. And over the last few years, I've gotten to know Mary and she is a delight of a human, but also incredibly wise and has great things to share with us about how we use stories to motivate people. And she's just going to give so much for you today. So tell us where you're coming in from. Linda, I see you here. Uh, Tell us where you're coming in from. And we are going to welcome Mary. Hello, hello. Hey, Jen. Thank you so much for inviting me. This is so fun. I love it. I always love the opportunity to talk with you. Um, And so I'm excited to share you with our community of people here today. So tell us with that, how did you get here? How did this tell us a little bit about your story and, and where you are today? So how did I get here? Well, how long do you have, Jen? I know. <laughs> Give us like, you know, the, the Reader's Digest or Spark Notes version. As I'm a, actually going to go even, yeah, I'm going to go very much Spark Notes, Cliff Notes. I'm going to do the very condensed <laughs> version of how I got here. My history is in storytelling. First of all, I was, um, I'm a Southerner. <laughs> and we we cannot we can't give you directions without a story involved. I'm going to tell you to turn at the house that burned. You know that when when they set that thing and then people 
we are storytellers. But my entire career, my business career has been working in stories. I've worked in producing events and tours. I've worked with authors, with speakers, with musical entertainers. That's what I've been doing for the past. We're not going to get into exactly how many years, <laughs> but it's more than 20, more than 20. Okay. I know y'all are shocked right now. You're like, how, how? She just graduated college. It's amazing. I started one. And six months ago, I left the corporate world. I was in the corporate world. I worked for a major nonprofit, Compassion International, and I helped build the message, teach people how to share the message. And I wanted to do more, Jen. Mm. I wanted to, I wanted to work with more people, more nonprofits, nonprofits that were smaller, that didn't have the team that I had. So I stepped out on my own and created impact with story. So I now am helping nonprofits, speakers, influencers tell their stories. Oh, I just love that part of your journey and the bravery that it takes to leave, um, to leave and start your own thing. I have a lot of people that I've worked with people in the audience who um, have left for a new industry that, you know, that switch is really challenging. And so there's so much empathy that we have for you in that. And there's so much, uh, there's so much goodness that comes from taking that leap and taking that risk. Um, so I'm, you know, applaud you and welcome other people to say, yeah, I've done that too. So if you are listening to us live, we'd love for you to tell us that you're here live. If you're watching the replay, we will come say hi to you then on the replay. Let us know in the comments. If you've got questions, you can pop them in there. And because what we're going to talk about today is really stories that move people. Like when you're given the direction story and, the, you know, remember where that dog used to sit, you know, those kind of stories. Yes. <laughs> those hopefully get people where they're going, but they're not the, that motivational story that changes minds nope. or changes hearts or moves people to action. And we as leaders do that all the time. Mary is doing this on this huge scale, doing it um, for nonprofits. But also if you're trying to motivate your team, stories are the way to do that, to help yeah. them see the purpose, to help them see the big picture. Um, and so there are great nuggets here that Mary's going to share about how you motivate people in general, yes. um, even though a lot of what Mary is doing is through the lens of supporting nonprofits. So I wanted to find some terms at the beginning. Tell us what you think of as a story and the purpose of storytelling. Well, the purpose of story, this is such a great question because it is such a hot topic. I hear the term storytelling in the corporate world, in team leadership. It's very much about who you're talking to. Mm. This is the difference because a lot of people think it's about me, about what I know. No, it's the exact opposite. The stories you tell are very involved with the people you are speaking with, the conversations you're having. Case in point, recently somebody uh, reached out to me and, and they said, Mary, um, we are going to a, we're going back to a full schedule. So they had been in the COVID schedule. They had gone to a half day or a half day off on Friday. So what kind of story do I need to tell them? I was like, mm -hmm. don't tell them a story. They don't need a story. Just impart the truth. That did not need a story. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if you are wanting to create, let's say you want your sales team to understand 
more about this new widget you've created. Then you find the story of how the widget is being used. And you share the story because that is going to encourage them, hopefully inspire them, give them talking points. But tell them that they don't have half a day off on Friday. There ain't nothing you're going to say. It's going to make them happy. So just <laughs> tell them. Because <Just laughs> I think sometimes we think we have to have a story for everything. No, you don't. Such a good clarification. I mean that, yeah, because having a story for everything can sometimes get a little frustrating. And also um, all the Enneagram eights and threes in the world are like, thank you. Um <laughs> Enneagram eight showing up. That would be you. But I think one of the things you said that is so important is when you are using stories, while you may be sharing a story that is your story, it's not actually about you. And that's really counterintuitive. So help us understand that. Yes. Remember, storytelling is about moving the audience to action. Whether that action is for me, when I'm working with a nonprofit, I want somebody to raise their hand and say, I'll go with you. I'll give you money. Mm -hmm. I'll follow you. I'll tell my people about you. I want to inspire that action. As a leader of a team, and I led a team for years, I would tell stories. They were my stories, but I would tell them to encourage and inspire my people. Sometimes I tell stories about failures. I work a lot with speakers and I will often tell the story of how I fell off of a stage (laughs) because it humanizes me. Number one, it wasn't a tall stage, Jen. It was. was (laughs) Well, we're here today. So we're like, okay, you're fine. (laughs) She's okay. She's okay. Y'all can only see me from here up. You don't know, Um, (laughs) but it, it, I'm fine. Uh, It is. Very important that tell stories that are for our audience, that impact our audience, that reach their hearts. They're not about us. I don't tell you the story about how I fell off the stage to make much of me. That really is to help you see that we all as speakers, even those who have 25 plus years on a platform, because it wasn't that many years ago I fell off. It wasn't like it wasn't like the very first time I stood up on platform. <laughs> I was a little cocky and I wasn't paying attention and it was real dark. And I had failed to do the one thing that I always do when possible. I had failed to walk the stage. Hmm. And did a huge deep knee bend. And um, I plied out to the audience and went back around and came back up. This is lovely. But that story, I'm sure as people are listening, they're like, oh my gosh, I remember the one time I did blah, blah, or whatever yeah. that is. I mean, because I'm immediately connecting when I was in high school and I was Yenta in Fiddler on the Roof and we were wearing these really slick shoes and we had a ramp and I slipped down the ramp as I was exiting a scene. And uh, like, that's what I think of. And and so that's what the power of the story is because we now are connected in a different way. Yes. Um, and the that purpose of moving people to action, first you have to connect with them. And so when you're thinking about it, I love what you're saying that it's, you may be telling your story, but it's about, it's actually about them. So you have got a little spicy opinion um, out there in the world a little bit. And that I think is powerful and unique, particularly to nonprofits, but also to leadership, because once you share it, I think there is a a real connection to leadership I want to share. 
Yep. I call it inspiration over manipulation. <laughs> there are so many people that manipulate. Mm. You, it, I don't, if you have ever turned on a television set to regular TV, now I'm just going to be honest. I don't do that often because I do not care for commercials. The number one commercial that I hate more than any of the other commercials out there is the ASPCA in the arms of an angel when they show the cats, the sad ones. I will run flying from any part of my house. I will dive. And let me just tell you, diving is not something I do on a regular basis. Hit the off button because I cannot stand that commercial. It is, it's like a visceral reaction, but what did it make me do? It manipulated me the first time I saw it and I gave <laughs> money. It worked, but it only works once mm. because what happens when you manipulate the audience and you see this, you know, you can, if you click here, you can get these five things. Well, number one, there's no click here and you're going to make $8 million. I'm sorry. It, that's not going to happen. But you can manipulate people. But once you manipulate them once, they won't go back. Mm -hmm. So I can show you pictures of children with flies all over their face and distended stomachs and all these things. That's poverty, pornography. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and you may give, you may click that button to give. You may say yes and raise your hand, but you won't do it again. Yeah. You don't want, we don't want to be manipulated. We want to be inspired. Mm, that is so such a key difference. I mean, I love the term inspiration over manipulation. First of all, it's kind of fun to say, but also I think it leads to that compassion fatigue. Yeah. Like you just can't, I can. And, and what you're wanting as a nonprofit is a clearly repeat people you develop into donors over time that are part yes. of your community supporting you. Absolutely. And as a leader, you're doing the same thing. You're wanting to move people into a community group of a team to yeah. move toward action. And I equate what you're saying often um, in the leadership space is shame. Like yes. that, I did. Like it's a that manipulative way of shaming people into action, which works one or two times, and yeah. then they begin to lose trust. Yes, it's not effective. Were, it's not effective. I had um, a nonprofit I worked with, not the one that I've worked with in the past, not Compassion, but had somebody at a child sponsorship have everyone hold on to packets, little sweet babies' faces on them, mm -hmm. and said, "You know, will you sponsor?" They did the whole appeal. And then the gentleman said, okay, if you chose not to sponsor, I want you to walk over to that trash can and throw that child away. <gasps> I know. <laughs> and that's the reaction. Oh, my God. It was horrific. Oh, I'm so was, uncomfortable right now. It was so, exactly. It was so manipulative oh. and shameful because mm -hmm. not only are, are you not going to do it, we're going to call you out. And it's the same way in, I worked in sales for many years and we would, you know, if you made goal this year, you know, stand up. And apparently if you didn't, everybody else is sitting there and you just feel real awkward going. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a way to motivate people and, and, and share people's successes yes. um, without shaming other people. Now, sometimes you're like, dang, I didn't do that. And you kind of deserve that. Yes. But also there is this idea of like, you know what you did versus somebody else like shining a spotlight in front of everybody that you are mm -hmm. like, that's a very different way of moving people. And again, it doesn't work well. And I, I have a problem with shaming people over time. It just is, it's a, it is manipulative in a way that isn't positive. Cause what we do want is to help people 
change their actions and move forward. But what we don't yeah. want is, is that shame aspect of it. And it's yeah. so mm, cringy. Like just, I'm still uncomfortable with walking over there and, and <laughs> it's doing that. Well, but at this, at the, and you take the opposite of that and you take the inspiring story mm-hmm. and people want to lean in. They want to know more. They want to get to know you. Yes. They want to get to know you as a leader. When you inspire them, people want to lean in and you can feel it in the room. Mm-hmm. When people do this as opposed to this. Yes. So that's what stories do. Stories go from all about me and you quickly have to shift to all about us. Mm-hmm. Make it me to we. Really what is what and and don't make your don't make anybody the hero of the story. Mm-hmm. Make the solution the hero of the story. Oh, tell us more about that. Tell us more. Well, that's a that's an adage we hear, you know, make the listener the hero of the story. No. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be the savior. Mm-hmm. I don't want to save anyone. I want to join the work of someone that's doing the work, wherever that work is, mm-hmm. be it in the boardroom or be it in, you know, the um, the uh, hills of Guatemala. Yeah. Wherever the I, nonprofit you're serving and their mission. Yeah. Exactly. I want to join you in the work you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be the savior of the story. Yeah. That's too much pressure. So good. That's so good. Yeah. For a moment, it feels really good. And then you realize, yeah, it's too, it's too much pressure. And it's not a place of, it's not a a place that is sustainable, but it's also not a place of humility. Uh, In that way, I was at a a nonprofit gala on Saturday night and there was some amazing speakers. There were the clients of the nonprofit and they spoke and just about the outcome. And here's what they have done with the with the help of this nonprofit. And then there was also their very new executive director, like 10th day on the job (laughs) executive director who came and spoke. And he was really lovely. Um, and talking a lot about how joining the work and really do, doing what you're talking about, this story of here we are, this is the work that we are doing together in this room of you know 500 people. But he was like, but we're doing this from a place of humility, because not only do we support this group of people that we're support, we're serving, they have something to teach us as well. It's not one sided. And I just thought that was so important to point out in this particular group that could have easily gone the direction of you all are the saviors. And so I was so happy about that. And I just love what you're saying that the solution can be the hero. And when you're on a team, that's what you want. And and that's where we move. Oh my gosh, Mary. Okay. So it's time for us to stop. And I'm just looking at the time and I guess I could talk to you forever, forever, forever about this. So if you could give us um, one little nugget, takeaway. I love this, like make the solution, the store or make the solution, the hero, anything else that you want to like, Ooh, give us this little piece and then tell us how to, how to find out more about you. Tell us where, where we can learn more from you. Sure. Um, obviously I've given you all my wisdom. So mm-hmm. I-, I thought you're done for the day. <laughs> no, I'm done. Um, make the story about him or her. And when I say him or her, I'm talking about one person. Mm. When you're telling a story, tell it to one person. Because then it becomes a conversation and, and, and not an or not an or whatever those things are called. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Or a soliloquy. Mm -hmm. It's all about a conversation. As you build a story, remember the word you not to use it accusatorily, but to use it in ways like, have you ever felt that way? Yeah. Have you ever been there? So 
there you go. Oh, good. No. So moving from me to we, making the solution the story, making the solution the hero. Talk to one person. Yeah. And and inviting people in with you. I love it. Such great tips. Okay, so how can we find you? Where are you the most? This is more about Mary, if you want the QR code, but let's hear it from Mary herself. <laughs> QR code. Um, it is, it's very simple. Impactwithstory.com. Very simple to find. I'm here on LinkedIn, Mary R. Snyder. And if you're listening to me any other place, it is always Mary R. Snyder. It's <laughs> real easy to find me. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the places. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I really, really appreciate your wisdom. I always enjoy your stories and I'm, I might have to text you later to find out more about this falling off the stage just for my own enjoyment. Um, <laughs> I can tell you if more only I had video. If only I, I had video. Oh, there's video of mine. It's, it's so <laughs> fine. And what Mrs. Wagner told me later. I, yeah. Anyway, it's totally great. It's not a problem. I've, I've gotten over it. Um, so for everybody, I am usually here 1 p.m. Eastern. We are taking a six week hiatus. It's like I'm a right. real show. Um, and we will be back on July 31st. So I'll still be posting on LinkedIn, still be around. You can always go back and watch past episodes. But Mary is our season closer. I couldn't ask for a better season closer. And I'm going to take my own teaching that I always tell people about taking rest. And I will be resting the next six weeks from this particular show. And we will see you again in July. So make sure you check out some past episodes. Find Mary. Uh, and here on LinkedIn and Instagram, she's a great person to follow. And just also, if you like big earrings and cool shoes, this is where we are too. Uh, find Mary. So I hope you all have a great summer and talk to you all later. Bye. So let me put my coach hat on for just a sec. Don't just leave this here. Take a moment. What did you learn? What's your next tiny action step? Share this episode with someone and tell them. Connect with us to keep this conversation going. As always, I'm Jen Whitmer. Thank you for listening to Joyosity. I don't take for granted that your earballs have a lot of information coming at you. Please take a moment to rate and subscribe. It really helps more people join us in creating positive culture with complex people. So work is a joy, people are whole, and organizations flourish. Can't wait for you to join us next week. <laughs>